This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, I guess I'm supposed to talk. Oh, well, that, that's me. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hi, BJ. What's going on? Hey, Alan. Going well. <laughs> <laughs> One of those days. <laughs> I just didn't feel like, you know, being a radio guy. Just didn't feel like it. I don't know what it is. Radio. What? You're just always radio guy. You can't help it. You are radio guy. Well, you know, I mean, when you're born with a microphone sticking out of your mouth, you know, they say a silver spoon. I had a microphone sticking out of my mouth. Um, you know, I'm, it's so funny because I'm so used to being in front of a microphone and expressing whatever was whatever is on my lung is on my tongue, as they say. Um, that I, I just I'm getting to the point where, you know, I I'm tired of being, you know, Mr. Radio guy. I want to just be a regular human being. I don't, I don't know what that's like anymore. So uh, that will never happen. This is your calling. You you were born to go. <laughs> no! <laughs> well, the bad part is I'm starting to be far too vocal on the insanity in the world, and that is not conducive to uh, you know the world that you and I come from, which is this uh, journalistic world where you have to be a little bit PC. And uh, but but that's all gone out the window because nobody's PC anymore. So I don't know. No, I don't know. People are pissy. Oh, pissy. That's yeah, right? I misunderstood. <laughs> well, then allow me to be pissy too. Anyway, that's something we are really good at. So, 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 what do you think about Elon Musk being Person of the Year for Time Magazine? Oh. Just curious. <laughs> well, you know. In my news thing, I titled that one Barf. That was the only thing that came to mind. You know, it's like they, you know, he, I give him credit. He is an exceptional con man because he has conned so many people for so many years. It's, I call it the OJ Simpson syndrome. That if you keep telling yourself enough that you're innocent, everybody's going to believe you, including yourself. And that that's kind of what Musk is just. I can't even imagine what he's like in person. He just must be insufferable mm. because they just keep giving him money and keep letting him do these things. And it's just ridiculous. You know, I, I don't know if you did you get a chance to ride in the Tesla tunnel at SEMA? No, did you do no, that. No, I, it was right okay. there in front of me. And I was like, yeah, I don't care about that. You know, well, I went in there and, you know, it's just people driving the Tesla through a tunnel. There's nothing special about it. So, you know, you could have put a tram going there. You didn't need a Tesla. So, but he got all this money for doing that. And uh, that's cool. He's got this boring machine, you know, that bores giant holes in there and stuff. Right, but right. now they're trying to do it to the rest of Las Vegas. And it just makes me want to cry. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, my brother decided, he just called me and he goes, um, so, yeah, I bought a, a, a Model Y. And I went, you What? <sighs> He bought a Tesla Model Y, and I went, "What?" And I, he says, "It's for my wife." And I went, "Wow!" Because I mean, it's like to buy a Tesla or any. I think uh, any. There's there are cars out there that are like statement cars, right? Yes. And, and I I believe you know. Of course, no, there's nothing wrong with Tesla. It's it's. I guess it's a good car. I have plenty of friends that own them and love them, and 
you know, but but my brother who is this uh, wow, he's a contractor, okay? And okay. he's a successful contractor. But he says, "Look at the price of gas." Cuz this is where it was at with me. When my brother fell off the back of the turnip truck because he sold his <laughs> his wife's BMW 3 series diesel which gets like 50 miles the gallon or 45 miles the gallon. He was always bragging about it to buy an electric car. He says, it's all she needs. You pull it in the garage, you plug it in and he goes, and, and he goes, and she just drives around town. She doesn't need any more, you know, uh, range than that. I go, okay, well, all right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I said, um, so did you buy it? He goes, no, hell no, I wouldn't buy it. I leased it. <laughs> and I go, okay, that's different. Now we're talking. That's different. Because, yeah, uh, you know, it's like time. Carl Brower, our friend Carl Brower, he, he rented, or he rented, I should say, he leased that uh, that E Fiat 500, electric Fiat 500. It was 50 bucks a month. How do you not buy the car for 50 bucks a month? Anyway, uh, BJ Colleen's on the line. We'll talk about what is going on in the news here in the auto industry. You're listening to The Drive. Very, very opinionated today. Oh, my goodness. There's nothing in this world I wouldn't do. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Well, you're listening to The Drive, and our show is brought to you in part by Autotempest. Autotempest.com is their website. makes online car shopping easy with the powerful Autotempest.com search engine. You can simultaneously search all the top car sites like Carvana, Auto Trader, eBay Motors, True Car, Cars and Bids, and many others, including Craigslist. No more repetitive searches on multiple websites. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. It's really cool. Check it out. BJ Colleen joining us. Did you hear what Motor Trend Truck of the Year is this year? Yeah, the Rivian, right? The Rivian Isn't that truck. what they chose? Yeah, and I think yeah. it's a little, a little premature. You know? I don't know. I mean, that's th- never stopped Motor Trend from making those kind of decisions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, because they're are they even for sale yet? I mean, are they are they that enamored with it that you know that th- that to me could bite them in the rear end? I mean, it's, look at Elon Musk. How many trucks, the Cyber Trucks, did people want to buy two years, three years ago? When he, I don't know how long has it been since he showed that to the world. Still not here. And a friend of mine says no. he's still going to buy one. He's got one on order. I go, you got nothing on order. It's a vaporware. <laughs> it's just a, it's like by name only, Cybertruck. You know, but people yep. are willing to wait. They're willing to wait. So they're yep. willing to roll the dice, take a chance. Look, we're all going to die from COVID anyway. So what does it matter? You might as well have some fun, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what? I saw a funny meme speaking of COVID. He says, uh, soon... He says, I can't wait till the, the fifth variant comes out because the people that have all the shots are going to be looking down their nose at the people that are behind them with the shot saying, it's all your fault. You know, so <laughs> it's like you can't you got to be able to laugh at life at this point. That's all there is to it. You have to because you'll cry if you don't. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's funny because that that Tesla truck, my cousin wants to get one. And I'm like, 
go drive the F-150 Lightning. Do yourself a favor. You know, go drive a real truck. You know, if you're going to buy electric, take a look at the F-150 Lightning because it really is outstanding. And I can't imagine the Tesla pickup truck being anything close to the F-150 Lightning with all the capabilities and all the torque and all the fun to drive. And the fact that it's backed by Ford and you can just take it to a Ford dealership instead of begging Tesla to come out and take care of your car and to be gone, you know, it's just, right. again, well, I got to stop because. No, it's all right. Listen, it's, it's, you could, this going. is uh this show is a free for all for insults. Uh, everybody's it's like <laughs> people love to insult me. I love to insult them right back. So it works fine. We're all good. Um, so here is my, my biggest question is about that lightning truck is my son-in-law says to me, if you don't buy the Ford F-150 Lightning, I will kill you. Now, these are words that should not come out of his mouth, but evidently he thinks that it is going to be the best thing on planet Earth. He got a 2021 F-150 hybrid, four-wheel drive. We lucked into one, and uh, he loves it to death. It's got a built-in onboard generator. He's a contractor, but he thinks the next better thing than his F-150 hybrid which is, uh, you know, electric and uh, it's a V6 engine, right. is going to be this all-electric. And I'm like, you can't have an all-electric truck. He says, BS, I know where I'm going. <laughs> I, I have this certain, you know, amount of miles. He goes, I, I could live comfortably on. And that's the thing is that if you know that you could live with one, great, but you better have a backup vehicle because what happens if, you know, in the future you want to take a trip and the – the you know the, the grid is having problems as it is keeping up with it, so I don't know. But I I personally I think it's going to be an awesome truck as a second truck. I would still have, which I just bought a 2012 Duramax diesel one ton crew cab four wheel drive. To me that now there you go diesel trucks for for pick em up trucks. You can't go wrong. But even then I say that and I look at my my son in law's half ton hybrid. I think. That's probably the ultimate thing. Good fuel economy. You can tow, I don't know, ridiculous 10 or 12,000 pounds with a half ton truck. Where do they do that? You know what I mean? So yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's such a crazy, confusing world right now with vehicles and what they can do. I'm old enough where I have a CDL from driving an 18 wheeler, you know? And so to me, diesel is king. But slowly but surely, I'm being pulled over to this. Well, I got pulled into the hybrid world. I think hybrids are brilliant. But now, all of a sudden, will I continue on the downfall of my automotive lifedom to be convinced that electric vehicles are better? I don't know. It scares me. It scares me. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's a strange world, like you said, you know, the transition. And here Lexus just announced that they're going to be all electric and Genesis is going to be all electric. And, you know, pretty soon you won't really have a choice. And, you know, when they start phasing out fossil fuels, what happens to all the collector cars? So are, are, we just, are they going to round us up and stick us in a little a little yeah. velodrome and say, have at it till the cars die? You know, <laughs> right. yeah. they're not going to phase out fossil fuels. That's absurd. They can pry those fossil fuels out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> I'll take a little break. Oh, my gosh. BJ Colleen joining us. We are really having a hate fest. Join us. Oh, no, maybe you don't want to. It's not good for you. High blood pressure, swollen prostate, everything that goes along with it. It's none of it's fun. Constipation. Better take a break. Got enough 
Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, this show can be irreverent. This is one of those times. It's all BJ Colleen's fault. I blame it on you, BJ. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> it's just something in the air. I'm telling you, just something in the air. Uh, our show is brought to you in part by Brembo, the choice of champions. Uh, buy Brembo.com on the web. Um, what were we talking about there? By golly, cars. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, I, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that the um, Bowling Green Corvette place is jinxed? Why, you mean, why? What happened now? Don't tell me the tornado like blew through there and wiped it out. It did. Oh, it it no. didn't wipe it out, but it, it did some damage. Beat which it means up. That they planted, there was a fire on the roof. Oh, my God. And uh, as a result of the tornado. So with that and the sinkhole, so now the yeah. plant is shut down for, the for uh, I think, next week. And then maybe even after that, they don't know. So if you're waiting for your Corvette, you're going to be waiting just a little bit longer. Because wow. that's where they build them. You I know, know. Yeah, I don't know. I that that it seems like a little bit jinxed. I don't know. That's kind of I know. Sad. Remember that sinkhole that was 2014 if you can believe oh that. Oh my gosh. Where have the years gone? You know, and did I hear you correctly saying that Lexus has announced that they're going to go all electric? That is correct. By so, when? Uh, I think a couple years. It's going to take them a couple years cuz I got to phase out the cars. So, so now we no ought, more no we, more Lexus for old people. <laughs> we ought to we ought to uh kind of keep score here, move another bead on the abacus because I think Volvo has kind of said that, haven't they? Yep. Jaguar. I think Volvo's there. Yeah, yeah Volvo is it with the what's that brand called, the uh, Impulse or something? What what is that? Yeah, I don't what, remember. I don't. They have that that kind of electric uh offshoot God, I'm I'm telling you what, I'm getting old. I can't remember anything anymore. But who else is there? I mean, everybody's going to go electric, and then what's there going to be? And then what happens when the grid goes down? I mean, listen, I have friends in California. You used to live in California. They yeah. they will send you a letter saying don't charge your car between five and nine p.m. or something like this because of the uh, lack of power in the grid. That scares the living. That's you know, talk about uh, anxiety, range anxiety. Just pure anxiety. I got to be able to get to work, or I got to be able to go get that bucket of chocolate ice cream. Rocky Road. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's important. <laughs> of Rocky course, Road it is. Is good. chocolate mint. <laughs> um, and I think that uh, uh, Biden just announced some kind of per vehicle tax to cover electric. You know, and, and then he's trying to turn the whole country into EV stations. You know, charging stations and infrastructure and. I just, it's crazy to keep doing that and putting all your eggs in one basket. To me, it's a lot cheaper and makes more sense to turn the gas stations into hydrogen fueling stations because otherwise, I don't know, it's going to start a whole new generation of, of roadside attractions that they're going to be popping up, you know, restaurants and everything around charging stations. So I, I don't know. It's yeah. just, 
it gives me a headache. Uh, I feel, you know, I, honestly, I feel sorry for the kids because, you know, I grew up as a uh, kind of a gearhead, not even a hardcore one. My friends were hardcore gearheads. They, they were insane. They, they, uh, yeah, there is that lunatic fringe insanity gearhead guy. I was not that. I was just, I loved making cars go faster, looking better. So I did body and paint, light mechanical stuff. But today, today's young people, they're not going to be doing any of that. I mean, I bought a car that needed to have the hood and fender painted and down the door. And the guy says, do you know what it costs to paint a car, to buy the paint for a car these days? He goes, it'll blow your mind. So he told me about his Mustang that he painted it red. He said, are you ready for this? And it's a beautiful what? car. He's selling it for a quarter million dollars, by the way. But he paid $6,000 for the paint. It's red. Red is the most expensive color. $6,000. What, what happened to Earl Shive? I'll paint any car for forty nine ninety five. Remember those commercials? You know what? <laughs> Speaking of that, that's funny. Not Earl Shive, but remember Mako Auto Body and Paint? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, here on the show today, Kyle Petty, who works with Mako, is supposed to be on the show. They're doing some, I don't know, something. And I, I'm going to talk to Kyle Petty and find out what the Petty family's up to and what he's doing. It's like a campaign for the, the car painters for Mako. So, uh, wow. but yes, paint is very expensive. So young people, I remember when I used to paint cars, when I was in my, yeah, I was, you know, 20, 21 years old, you go down and buy a paint, you know, the paint supplies to paint a car. It was, you know, 75, maybe a hundred bucks for the supplies. Today, you're going to spend, you know, a thousand bucks on the supplies. So forget about those cheap paint jobs or you can do latex on your car if you want or do like Dumb and Dumber did and put carpet on it. You know, there's always a cheaper <laughs> just, solution. <laughs> you know, just wrap it. If you're going to spend that kind of money, just wrap the car so know, with anything that you want on it. That makes more sense to me. But you're right. The car hobby is is dead in the water. Automotive journalism is going to be dead in the water. Yeah. I mean, this is the next industry yeah. that pretty much is going to go by the way of the telephone operator. It just is. Because if all the cars are the same and they're all electric, who cares which one you buy? One, you know, Especially if you're not going to be driving them. So it doesn't really matter. They'll be autonomous. I, so, wonder, I wonder how many people remember one ringy dingy. Do you remember that <laughs> from what was that? Yeah, La Lily Tomlin. Yeah, laughing. Lily Tomlin yeah, laughing. But uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, life changes and we're going to go technology and pretty soon it just won't yeah. be that that hobby is going to go away no matter how much SEMA fights it. And I, I feel bad for them. But bottom line is you won't be able to get the fuel for the cars. And, you know, everybody's wanting to do electric vehicles and no kid is going to imagine trying to mess with the electrical system in oh. the cars that are so sophisticated yeah, now. No. You'd void your warranty in a second, then you'd be dead in the water. So. Well, like I said, yeah, the world is a different place. When we grew up, it was laugh-in. Today, Saturday Night Live's got Baby Jesus doing uh, the twerking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. That's the last time I'm watching SNL. All right, BJ. I have watched it for years. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Have a great okay. holiday talk if I don't soon. talk to you before. Um, okay. Beware, people. A strange show today on The, the Drive. We'll be right back. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. 
This is The Drive with Alan Taylor. Well, joining me right now is a former NASCAR driver uh, turned racing analyst who is a member of one of NASCAR's pioneer families, the Petty family. Kyle Petty, how you doing, Kyle? Doing great, man. How about you? Well, I'm doing good. Thank you for uh, being on the show today, and happy holidays to you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, back at you, man. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. I Thank really you. appreciate it. Well, I got to tell you, man, I said to your dad one time, I go, what's it like being Richard Petty? You know what he said to me? You're going to love this one. He goes, I don't know. I ain't never been anybody else. <laughs> and we laughed our heads. But you know what I love about you guys? You guys are real. Just real people. And I certainly, and I know the fans certainly appreciate that about your family. So uh, thank you just for being real, you know? Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you for thanks. that compliment. So you have such a history. I mean, if we slide NASCAR off the table and say, well, everybody's like, well, what else? You received your first guitar at the age of 12 from a traveling preacher at the racetrack. I love that. And you have quite a music career behind you there and, and you know, in front of you as well. Yeah, listen, I don't know where it's at. I'm still trying to find it. So it's either behind me or in front of me or around me somewhere. Right. But I'm, I'm trying to find it. But uh, that's been a lot of fun, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I told somebody I, I hit walls for a long time, so it's good to be able to just sit down and when you make a mistake, not be hauled off in an ambulance. That's, that's the best part about you. Exactly right. Also, Kyle Petty's charity ride across America to date. Raised more than $19 million for uh, a variety of children's hospitals and Victory Junction, a camp that you guys created for your, uh, in honor of your late son, Adam. That is amazing. $19 bucks. God bless you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's incredible. You know, we started that thing, and we had our 25th anniversary ride in, uh, in 2019, and then, you know, the pandemic hit. And, yep. uh, we had a short ride this last year, but we're back at it again this coming year and awesome. in 2022, so it, it's been a fun thing. By the way, you guys, KylePettyCharityRide.com if you want to go on the ride with him, help him raise some money for good cause. Yeah. Now you are a, um, well, you're, you're kind of an icon with uh, NBC, SN's Daily Show, NASCAR, Let's see here. Uh, uh, what are you doing here, Diner Dave with Kyle Petty? Diner uh, Drive, yeah. With oh, Kyle Diner Drive. Yeah, oh, that's, I, I, that's I was, fun, man. <laughs> I got to put my glasses on. It's called Diner Drive. <laughs> oh. Listen, that has been a fun show because I've stepped outside of racing, and I interviewed Ric Flair, interviewed Darius Rucker, interviewed Pitbull. Oh, um, yeah. Just people in, in different genres of, of music and different sports. Davis Love, the third. So it's, that's been a lot of fun. Listen, talking to people other than race car drivers, it gets old talking to race car drivers a, a lot. Believe me, I grew up with one. I, I, know, I know what right. it's like to have to talk to one every day. Right. So that gets old after a while. So I've been able to branch out with that. Well, and and also a radio show, Fast Talk, on the Performance Racing Network. Uh, they put so much in your in your uh, bio here, by the way. My guy says they sent you a book, and I and I, I can see the, the font is so small, I can barely read it. But, uh, yeah. So listen, <laughs> I, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to go off of. Okay. When on my bio on Twitter, it says Kyle Petty. And my bio part, it says just Kyle. That's, that's what my bio <laughs> Perfect. is. Okay, so that's, that's all you need to know about me. That I'm just awesome. Kyle. That's it in the end. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. But you know what? And, and here's the thing. 
You are just Kyle, because I've talked to you for probably at least 20 years, usually at SEMA or one of the big trade yeah. shows, PRI or something. And you have always been the same, just Kyle. And that was refreshing. So yeah, th again, thank you for just being just Kyle. All right, let's talk no, about thanks, what you're doing with Mako. Now you, you you probably don't, or maybe you do know this because we might. You worked with Mako for a while, Mako Paint Shops, Paint and Body Shops. Yes. I used to stripe cars when I was 19 years old. I worked for a, a company in Los Angeles called AM&T Auto Molding and Trim, and I used to go to the Mako Paint and Body Shops and stripe their cars. And I don't know, I, you're probably old enough to remember Flip Wilson, the comedian. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Flip? Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Yeah. So he had a Porsche 911. It was it was 19. I think it was 1979. It was brand new. It has a whale's tail on it and everything. And he wanted it pinstriped. It was uh, it was like a cocoa brown. And I went in there and I go, you don't pinstripe Porsche 911 turbos, you know? And I so I'm like, where do you put the stripe? Because the bodies are, you know, it's like they don't they don't need a stripe, yeah, you know? Yeah, there's no defining line. Right. Roll. They just there. <laughs> right. So I didn't I didn't know what to do. So I put a stripe on it. And I get a call the next day, and they're like, Flip doesn't like the stripe. He wants you to come back and put it in another place. And I'm like, well, this time have him mark where he wants it. Anyway, funniest thing. But I used to do stuff with Mako, and now you're doing the 12 paint jobs of Christmas. Tell us about that. You know what? It was a lot of fun. It, it's been a lot of fun to watch all the entries that came in. We narrowed it down to six. But basically, Mako went to all their body shops all over the country and said, we're going to do the 12 paint jobs of Christmas come up with a hood with a holiday theme, with a Christmas theme, and we'll enter it in the contest. And this group from Texas won, Burleson, Texas. And I'm telling you something, man, it was fascinating. Fascinating to me that they got that much stuff on the hood of a car. They got a Mako shop. They got a Santa Claus. They got a Christmas tree. They got a car. I mean, they got so many things, and it, it said Christmas. That, that's just what it was. Yeah, there were hoods with with the ghost snowflakes in it. I mean, and, and you talk about SEMA. Some of these hoods belonged on custom cars. Right. They didn't belong in a contest like this. I mean, they were so nice. And I grew up, you talk about pinstriping cars. I grew up painting, and when I wanted to be a race car driver, my dad said, you got to work in each part of the shop for six months to a year. So I spent a year in the body shop. Wow. And I know, you know listen, the spraying of the paint, is the easy part. The right. hard part is all the prep work That's it takes right. to get ready to spray the paint. Boy, ain't it the and truth. to look at the hoods and look at what, what they did, what the Mako organization and what each one of these Mako facilities did was just fantastic. And it was, it was so much fun to talk to these guys. I talked to them earlier in the day and just had an opportunity to talk to them for about 30 or 40 minutes about painting and about race cars. But it was a great, it was fun for me to be a part of the Mako family for this period of time and, and to be able to judge this. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So what, what is the, what did the winner win? I'm just curious, a new paint gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, you know, and 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 it always something like that. You right. win something that you just got to use to go make money and win again. That's, right. that's the way it is. That's the way it always, is. you know what? I don't, I don't really know what they want. It was that, just a contest. Obviously yeah. they're getting some kind of bonus because they were pumped up when I talked to them. You, you know, know what, what I mean? I got to tell you, it's so funny because sometimes, you know, on the holidays, I, you know, I've been with my wife 40 years and every now and then you get to the point where you're like, I give her everything she needs, cars and things. And so I get her a new washer and dryer. Like you bought your wife a washer and dryer. I go, let me tell you something. She's the happiest person in the world. 
You know, that's they right. think I'm insulting her. No, I'm not. You give me a nice paint gun if I'm a painter. That's my job. I, I like having good tools. I'm a tool guy, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, no, uh, listen, I, I hear you on that. But it was, I, I will say this. These guys, it was a group. It was a, it was a group. There were about four or five of them that laid it out. Right. Each one of them did something different, and it was, it was a team effort. And it was really cool to see all of them with their Mako hats and shirts on and how pumped up they were. Now, why Mako? You've been working with them for quite a while, as I remember. You know what? They just do such a great job. You know, you can go anywhere in this country and, you know, you roll into a Mako facility and you're going to get the same quality everywhere you are. Whether you're in L.A., you talk about working and doing stuff out west. You talk about doing stuff in New York. You talk about doing stuff in Florida. Doesn't make any difference. The quality, the craftsmanship, the standards that they have established through, I don't know, 40 or 50 years. They've been around yeah. forever, man, no, I know. forever. Oh, yeah, no, no, uh, yeah. So, so, you know, remember, uh-oh, better get Mako, man. So uh, <laughs> you, you got to – so I, I think that's the main thing. When you work with quality organizations like Mako, yeah. it reflects back on you. So I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. Well, that's neat. All right, hang tight. We're going to take a little break, come back with more Kyle Petty talking about what he's doing with Mako Auto Body. Mako.com. There's two A's, M-A-A-C-O.com. Also, Kyle Petty, you can find him on all Facebook, Twitter, all the different things, at Kyle Petty. We'll be right back. It's The Drive. Stay tuned. There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor on the road ahead. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. All right, welcome back. It is The Drive. I'm Alan Taylor talking to Kyle Petty today. Give me two minutes on uh, NASCAR and uh, give us your, uh, you know, kind of your predictions. Are, are we? Is NASCAR going to be the same? Is it going to change? What do you think? Well, listen, here's what I, I tell people this all the time. You know, when my grandfather started, they started at a little white line and they ran around in circles for about three or 400 miles and they ended at the same place. That part of NASCAR is always going to be the same. Okay. They're just going to ride around in circles and, right. and our road courses, whatever you want to do, in some way, shape, or form. The tools that they use, and you talk about being a tool guy, right. the tools that the drivers and the teams have now, this car is so different than anything they've ever had. This is a huge departure. You can't. You know, I, I can't, it's, it's tough to explain because the automotive industry has advanced so far. And so, I mean, we're within, you know, if you, if you believe everything you hear on the news, you know, we're within eight to 15 years of, of an entire of GM and Toyota and Ford just having straight up straight electric fleets. The internal combustion engine will be a thing of the past, RIP. You know what I mean? That, right. that kind of thing. If, if you believe what, what everybody's saying. And I think that type of drastic change is what is happening in about a six-month period to a 12-month period in NASCAR. 
the car that we have next year with the independent rear suspension, the rack and pinion steering, all the electronics, the symmetrical body, the front clips, the rear clips, driver position in a car. So much has changed. You can't even compare 2022 to what 2021 was. And I've told everyone, we're going to have to take a breath collectively as competitors, as NASCAR, as fans, and let this thing grow and let it figure out where it wants to be. Because we've changed so much, you don't know which direction things are going to go in. Some fans are going to love it. Some fans are going to hate it. Some drivers are going to love it. Some drivers are going to hate it. In the end, it is what it is. And we've got to be able to adjust and work around it. You know, so, and I I told somebody the other day, and it's funny we're doing this, because I told somebody the move from last year's car to this year's car is like your industry going from tape to digital in one week. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, everything's just different. Everything's just different. There is no more tape. We're not splicing tape. We're not doing this anymore. It's totally different. And that, that is kind of the, kind of where this car is. Yeah. Well, and what he's talking about for that's inside talk because he has a radio show called Fast Talk. My dad is a radio pioneer. He was on the radio for 55 years, just passed away just in April here. But he used to, when you edit, if you want to edit out, somebody said something you didn't like and you wanted to edit it, you had to actually get on the reel, the reel to reel and cut the tape and then tape it together with a little piece of clear tape. And now we have digital. Now, I got to tell you, it's a very good point because, you know, when things went digital, I was old enough to remember, and then it continued to go, you know, get better and better in the digital world. So what you're saying is, if it's anything like what I just described, man, did it get better. So I kind of hope it does get better. It's going to be exciting to watch, right? Yeah. Listen, it's got a tremendous amount of upside tremendous amount of upside maybe more upside than the sports had at any other time in in, in its 60 or 70 year history mm. because i think the people that are in the sport the people that are running the sport at nascar uh the drivers they want to see the sport grow they want to be a part of that and i think we're we're at a place where it can and and but like i say it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to happen in the first five races not going to happen in the first 15 or 20 races it may take us all through 2022 to settle on where we're at but the seed has been planted and we're going to watch it grow man you guys can find kyle petty at kyle petty at all the different uh, facebook twitter instagram if you want to know about more about mako and what they just did m-a-a-c-o mako.com and uh, kyle petty charity ride.com in 30 seconds tell us about your radio show i'm a radio guy fast talk on prn i would love to hear about it 30 seconds <laughs> Yeah, Fast Talk, I do it with uh, Doug Rice from PRN. And uh, basically, we just sit down and uh, we go back through the race on, on Sundays, whatever the race is. We do it on Mondays. Yeah. But we go back through the race, and uh, it's a fast-forward version. And, you know, sometimes we make people mad. Well, I love sometimes it. we make people mad. Let I me go ahead and it. say that. Yeah. That's the fun part about it. That's why it's called Fast Talk, because you make people mad, they get over it quick, and you move on to something else. I love it. Just Kyle. That's what he says. Kyle Petty. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for spending the time with us. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you soon again. All right. It is The Drive. We'll be right back with more. Stay with us. Getting a new ride is fun. Shopping online for a new car? Not so much. Stop doing the same car search over and over again on multiple sites and try Autotempest.com. See all the cars with one easy search. Our powerful search engine scours all the top car shopping sites, giving you instant results so you can easily browse all the listings with one search. 
Whether a dream ride, a family hauler, or a work truck, let us help you find your next ride. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. And our show brought to you in part by Subaru. Subaru, boy. Subaru's doing really, really well. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Well, thanks to Subaru for sponsoring the show. Um, interesting, uh, Kyle Petty, his take on NASCAR and how it is a kind of a brand new frontier out ahead of us because of the... You know, just the way the world is changing with the electric cars and what have you. Um, joining us right now is my pal, Brian Moody, executive editor of autotrader.com. Brian, I was uh, actually surprised to hear what Kyle Petty said. And and I guess he's seen enough of it because it started out with his um, his grandfather. And then, of course, the king, Lee, as they call him. Right. Yes, right? Lee Petty. And then Richard, the king. And then mm-hmm. he had a career. His son was a racer. And so the, the whole family has been in it his whole life. And he's seen, I'm sure, yeah. many evolutions, revolutions and evolutions, I guess I could say, in the world of NASCAR. But he seems to be pretty um, skeptical. I'm mean, not skeptical, but um, um, bullish is the better word. Skeptical mm-hmm. means, you know, I'm the one that was skeptical. He's bullish on, on NASCAR moving forward because of technology. I don't know. What do you think? You know, it's funny. Okay, so it's funny that you mentioned that he, and I, and I would say I agree with you, he would be someone who would know. Right. And that he would mention technology. I remember when I was in college reading an uh, Auto Week article about why Chrysler said they were not going to go NASCAR racing because, quote, if we thought there was anything we could learn by racing a bunch of Luminas and T-Birds, we'd do it. Mm. <laughs> so they were basically saying there's nothing to be had out there. And now, look at however many years later, there is something to be had. But the technology in modern cars often is proven or tested in racetracks and on race cars. And maybe that will continue with the powertrains, too. I don't know. I'll never forget when the, um, I think it was the 1983 Toyota pickup was like my favorite truck on the road. 1983, this is how far back this goes. And then I think in 84 or 85, I don't know, whenever they changed the, the they did a kind of a refresh and changed the look of it, I was like, ew, that thing is so ugly, they've destroyed it, right? Because I had fallen yeah. in love with the look of the vehicle, and but it was the next generation was at first was ugly to me and then it kind of grew on me after a while and and boy the improvements they made in the next generation were you know better better motor better you know fuel injection whatever they did that was better it just kept getting better and i remember back all the way to the 80s of the lesson that i learned of making a knee-jerk reaction to something like that Mm -hmm. so for me here i am again with electric cars i've been trying my best not to make a knee-jerk reaction to electric things and now they even have an EV crate motor. And I think you have some info well, that's, on that. Well, that's true. Yeah. That is true, yeah. But I'll tell you one of the reasons why I think you have the knee-jerk reaction against it. It's the same for me. Because it's been painted as, as this panacea, a cure-all, yeah. easy fix for everything. Yeah. That's nonsense. That's right. That's that right. is nonsense. Right. There's a lot of questions that haven't been answered yet, like where are we going to get those, those minerals? 
How's that going to hurt the environment? Where are we going to get that electricity? How's that going to affect the environment? Right, right. What if all of these things, not saying they're not good, because I think if the average American test drove an electric car, I think they would like it. You know, and I will tell you, I in 2013, I drove the Tesla. My brother just I was telling BJ a little while ago on the phone, BJ Colleen, he just called me and told me that he bought a uh, Tesla. And I was like, what? And you didn't even talk to me? And he goes, well, I leased it. And it was some short-term lease, and it was a really good deal. And I was thinking yeah. to myself, I wonder why, how that happened. Because in the world today, you would think, you know, not going to happen. You know, he tells me he got a good deal on a car. Not. But evidently, he did. Well, so. I think what happens is people, they test drive something or they see it. So with regard to crate motors, same thing. New cars, crate motors, classic cars. As soon as they feel and see the result, I think they're on board. Yeah. And so that's why I think you have, you know, automakers have been selling crate engines for a long time, right? You could get a V8 or a six-cylinder or a four, whatever, from General Motors for, you know, for, for decades now. Right, yeah. And now we're starting to see the same thing with uh, electric motors, where you can get Ford will sell you and, you know, basically a crate motor. They even had a 78 Ford F100 truck at the L.A. Auto Show outfitted with Mustang Mach-E electric motors the kind that you can get as a crate motor mm. now sometimes that doesn't include the battery pack doesn't include the controllers but it includes the basic you know the basic things just like back in the day when you would get a big 472 right. crate engine right? right all right hold tight we're going to talk on the other side of the break about this so uh brian moody from autotrader.com lots of information there including uh something about this ev crate motor uh they're here We'll talk on the other side. It is The Drive. Don't go anywhere. A whole nother hour. Color TV screen. Out for all that I can get. If you know what I mean. Shopping for cars online is slow. Checking all those different sites one by one. Auto Tempest doesn't like slow. That's why we sponsor NASCAR driver Chris Busher in the number 17 Ford Mustang. It's also why we created a powerful search engine that will scour all the top car shopping sites, letting you search used car listings from across the internet in one search. Why waste time searching each site separately? Use AutoTempest instead. Find all the cars. AutoTempest.com. All the cars. One search. This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. And our show brought to you in part by the uh, Collector Car Network, which includes Cars.com, AutoHunter.com, and The Journal. All owned by Barrett Jackson now, uh, and I will be there for 10 days. Oh my gosh! Barrett Jackson in January in Scottsdale. Brian Moody's on the line with us. Brian Moody, executive editor at Autotrader.com. And um, Auto Trader, today we're going to talk a bunch of, about a bunch of stuff here. Auto Trader Best Tech for 2022, Toyota's plans for EVs, including, you ready for this? The revived FJ Cruiser, an electric version. <laughs> I wait, can't wait to hear about that. Uh, tons of new cars with blackout versions. I have no idea. What do you mean by that? Let's tee that up. Well, it's like, this is what happens is that, like, you know, when people customize their cars, uh, 
they spend the money somewhere else. So when you go buy like a stock Corolla, let's say, and then you add this killer stereo to it, that's money that the dealer and the manufacturer didn't get. So now what do you see all these decades later? Car stereo or car audio magazine is going out of business, but now you can get a Bose or a Harman Kardon or a Mark Levinson audio system in your car, like right from the factory. Like we didn't have that in the seventies. Right. Right. So now with the blackout versions, people customize their car. They want to like murder them out, which is like a way of saying like black chrome, black grill, black wheels, black trim, black everything. I've not heard that. To be all blacked out. By the way, do you know if you have a lot of crows in your tree, do you know what they call a bunch of crows when they're all together? Do you have any idea? I do. It's called a murder, know what it right? <laughs> a true. murder of crows. I never heard that. Now we got a new one. You called it all murdered out, which is blacked out. So black chrome. Black that might window. even be old now. Yeah, it's but it's years new to old. Me. That might be out of date. Wow, it's all that's new to me. I, know. I would call that monochromatic, right? Mon- okay, so it is monochromatic. <laughs> okay. So if you look at a couple, of, like so, Ford has just something called. A black appearance package, which gives yeah. you black trim. Right, which uh, I like. GMC has the elevation and dark accents package. Hyundai has a night edition right. for the Tucson and the Kona. Cadillac? Telluride, the Kia Telluride has yep. Telluride Nightfall. Yeah, and what about the uh, Black Hawk or something? The Cadillac got a Black Hawk or something like that. I don't know. There's a Black Hawk engine. Okay. There's even a Toyota Nightshade Prius, if you, be- <laughs> if you can believe that. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is that people, Onyx Edition is a Subaru, so there's the Subaru Onyx Edition XT on the Outback. And it's cool looking. Like, the wheels are black, the grill's black. Everything's black except for the lights and the badge. Even the roof rails are blacked out. So if you want that in your off-roader, get a Subaru Onyx Edition. So anyway, it's just a trend that, like, you know, more and more automakers are offering that. Nissan has it on the on the Frontier, on the Sentra, on the Titan, on the Altima. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. You know, it's funny. I happen to like that stuff. And although it wouldn't stop me from buying a car that I liked if it didn't have it, but it's a nice addition. But typically, it can be very expensive to be, you know, instead of having chrome, which nothing is chrome anymore because it's a hazard to your health. So, it's plastic that's pretty and shiny that looks like chrome but it's god knows what it is so the blackout version i personally think it looks awesome now down the road a little way i think it looks cool yeah but but tell me this it does look cool but do i want my new hobby to be making sure that my black car is clean at all times i I don't think i want to do that i was gonna say and i've owned a lot of black cars my black uh demon for example, and behind that was a black Mustang GT500. And when I was working with Meguiar's for about 25 years, Barry Meguiar, he says all the cars he owns are all black because when you have car wax, if it's doing its job and it's, you know, and car polish, it shows best on a black car. So that was the whole reason I thought, well, yeah, black That's is true. awesome. That's true. But it's I a just lot feel of work. Like I've lived in too many hot places to have a black car. Yeah, I know, right? Me too. <laughs> Oh, geez, he's saying take a break. All right, don't go anywhere. Uh, I want to get to these uh, electric crate motors, EV crate motors. Ryan Moody's here. Take a break. It's the drive. Don't go anywhere. Wake up in the morning, in the middle of the night. 
Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Well, this is The Drive. Thanks for hanging with us. We're talking about cars, trucks, SUVs, and EVs. A little motorsports, a little news about what's going on in the automotive industry. Um, Brian, before I get to the um, EV crate motor, we've been kicking it down the road, kicking the can down the road, or kicking the crate motor down the road. Have you seen this new TV show about the auto industry by any chance, Brian Moody? I heard about it, but I didn't watch it last week. I, yeah. I heard, I know it was on. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Though. Did you? No, I did, and I wanted to, but I was just too tired. It was like it was that or American. No, no, it wasn't American Idol. It was uh, the Voice finale or something. And my wife dominates whenever it comes to music or something on the television. She dominates it. But uh, I got to tell you, I just for uh, because I happened to be there. A girl named Tom, this band, it's three siblings, two boys and a girl. Probably the best band like that I've seen in a long time of family members. The Osmonds were good, right? And I'm friends with some of the Osmonds. Shout out to Doug Osmond. He's a friend of mine. But the Osmond family are- Better than the Partridge family? um, (laughs) That's not a real family anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I was a kid, I, I was so disappointed that I found out they weren't a real family. Anyway. It was based on a real family. Yes, yes, but it was a TV show, typical. Yes, um, I digress. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and get to the uh, EV crate engine. Yeah. Yeah, what do you know? It's a thing. So it's a thing. You can get this, uh, you know, crate motor from Ford. Chevy has one, too. But now we're seeing other manufacturers, small companies, come up with kits, basically ready-to-install kits. EV West is a good one. They sell a lot of parts. And um, Zero Labs is a good one. Mm. Electric GT is a good one. In fact, some of them even have, I think it's, is it Electric GT? So what they've done is they make a crate motor. It fits into the footprint of different kinds of cars. But they actually incorporate some styling elements. Mm. Like in one case, they converted a, a 60s Camaro Z28 and part of the electric motor kind of sticks out of the hood with this orange <laughs> intake and wire, these big tubes coming. It looks awesome. It's the first time I've ever seen them taking the electric part of it and kind of incorporating it as a design element, not just hiding it under the floor or, or under the hood. But anyway, there's several That's different funny. versions. That's Zero funny. Labs is one where they sell basically a fully restored Land Rover Defender that's all electric, and it looks awesome. EV West, they have kits for a 911. They have kits for a VW bus. So if you wanted to convert a Porsche 911 to electric, the kit costs $11,000. Now, you got to have the car also, and yeah. someone's going to have to do the work. Right. But it's just like the tip of what's coming, and I just think how cool it would be to drive a vintage 911 that had the acceleration of a Tesla. Mm. Well, and again, you got to feel it to understand it because otherwise you go, eh, damn electric cars. 
you know, but it's well, what it's, you're not going to get is that feeling and that sound of a flat six behind you. So you're not going to get that. Right. So you well, decide. it's kind of a whole different experience. I don't even, there's no way yeah. to describe it. You just got to feel it. All right. Real quickly, before we lose this segment, uh, to, uh, the next commercial break, Toyota's plans for EVs, including a revived FJ cruiser. I heard uh, BJ talked about Lexus going to be going all electric. What is the plans for Toyota with their EVs? So they just showed a bunch of EVs that they're going to come out with, battery electric cars. Remember, Toyota's already been working on hydrogen fuel cell cars. That's an electric car, too. It's just powered by hydrogen. So they showed some drawings of what looks like a, you know, a compact FJ Cruiser, but now it's a four-door. If you think about it, remember how there used to be two-door SUVs back in the day? Right. I mean, other than the Wrangler, like, those are pretty much gone. Everyone kind of decided what they really needed was, so there was Blazer, became Tahoe, four-door. Bronco now comes back. It's a four-door. FJ Cruiser was kind of a two-door with those clamshells. Right. Goes away. Now it's going to come back as a four-door. So I think it makes a lot of sense that they use those retro styling cues, that boxy look of the old FJ. And Toyota also says that they're looking into a completely electric Tacoma. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, my gosh. The world is changing in front of our eyes in more ways than politics, people. (laughs) It's going to take a while. This isn't going to be tomorrow. I know. But uh, have we seen the best days of the auto hobby, the automotive hobby? Or could it be looked at, you know, um, from two different angles, as the spider says, as he walks across the mirror, if you know what I'm saying. because Yeah, I think a lot of these kids these days, these kids that get all geeked out on video games, I think they're going to take electric motors and they're going to tweak them and tune them and they're going to do yeah. with those cars what a bunch of us did with, the, you know, yeah. 1960s muscle cars. Yeah, 60s and 70s. All right, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk with Brian Moody from Auto Trader about the Auto Trader Best Tech of 2022 with the Consumer Electronics Show coming up. They're reaching out going, hey, Alan, hey, Alan, can you talk about the technology at the show? I'm like, yeah. I'll give Brian first shot at it. We'll be right back. It's The Drive. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback will make you fall in love with its state-of-the-art safety features, a spacious and comfortable interior, and convenient amenities, all ready for any adventure. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus up to 33 miles per gallon, 8.7 inches of ground clearance, X-Mode with hill descent control, and a direct-injected turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine will make you love every adventure in your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo model. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. My Brian Moody. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> My Brian Moody. Okay, sorry, Brian. Had to do it. <laughs> Executive editor of Auto Trader. Old friend. Uh, he's from Auto Trader, and he's going to talk about the best tech of 2022, the Consumer Electronics Show coming up in January. And I'm not going this year. I'm not going to go. 
I got something else on the docket is why, but I'll be at Barrett Jackson for 10 days. Uh, my wow. da- my daughter-in-law is supposed to have a baby while the consumer electronics show is going on. I don't want to get in there, get a giant booth set up and then have my wife go, she's having the baby, she's having the baby, come on over. I'm like, so I have to load everything up and drive all the way from Vegas back home. So I'm, I'm not going to go. It's uh, grandkids. You know, it's in, my redirected life is to enjoy my four grandkids, three and nine tenths at this point. So uh, you guys can also go to autotrader.com and look for car tech, car dash tech. If you want to find out what uh, more about what Brian's about to talk about, what do you got for the uh, 2022 best tech, Brian? Well, EV crate motors is on the list of the best tech for okay. 2022 because there's so much of it. But also, Hyundai's digital key. This is like a thing that's been growing. I think Genesis has it, Ford, Mercedes-Benz might have it. But basically, you take your smartphone, and your smartphone is your key. So for a long time, Ooh. you've been able to control various aspects of the car with your smartphone. Start it, unlock it, you know, check the EV battery charge or whatever you want to do. But now we're moving into your phone is your key and you can unlock the car. You can get in and you can drive away with just your phone in your pocket. Or I could even do this. You call me up. Hey, I want to borrow your car. I got something to haul. I can give you a valet key virtually by sending it to you. And I can even tell it when to expire. So say you're like, I'm going to be done by midnight tonight. I'll have the car at the shop or whatever. I turn the key off, it stops working. So that's one thing that I think is cool. The passenger side interactive display, we're seeing this on Jeep and Porsche, which is basically like a touchscreen for the nav and other features on the passenger side of the car. I think this is long overdue. I thought for a long time, why couldn't the passenger punch in the nav coordinates for where we're going to go next? You had a a very frustrating circumstance in Los Angeles with trying to get a Dairy Queen, and my wife was like, I'll put the address in. The car we were driving wouldn't let you do it while it was was in motion. Well, you know what? That's cool. That was an emergency. Dairy Queen. It's an emergency. <laughs> i got to get me a dipped cone. Quick, <laughs> right. On the pronto. See, I knew you knew exactly what I would do. The double dip is the best one. And then if you can get it into your mouth before right. it, it flashes over and hardens up, oh, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, it's so delicious. Yes. Um, the also, flash point about of, classic cars. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, let's not get past. A, Hold on. Yeah. We can't get past the flashpoint of liquid chocolate. Those are delicious. Yeah. but it, the, the flash point is what I wanted to. What about the orange one? The, the orange ones are, to me, they're good, but when the, the flash point hasn't flashed yet, I'm just, this is like a zero to 60 thing. When they open the window and hand it out, you have got yeah. literally seven seconds before seconds. the chocolate flash point, it's done, it turns into something that goes crunch. So I'm just telling you guys, this was an inside tip from a heavy-duty ice cream eater like myself. Anyway, go ahead. And you have to get chocolate. Like, I think the orange ones are good, but orange one, getting an orange one is like going to Denny's and ordering lasagna. Okay, yeah, you can get it, but, I mean, did you really get the whole Denny's experience if you didn't get, like, breakfast? Probably not. All right, you got two minutes to finish on this. All right. I already uh, sucked up a so whole minute on of classic cars. Yes. Classic cars, LED lights for your classic cars. So they're plug and play. Yep. You could always do HIDs for classic cars, but it required a lot of conversion because of the power and this and that. LEDs for classic cars, you can jazz up your car. They fit in the existing spaces. It's plug and play. That's nice. Also, the 2022 Lucid Air. This is an all-electric car that I just think looks 
spectacular. I do too. It's amazing on the inside. I just feel like this is something that electric cars have been lacking, and I think it's why people like you sometimes don't get that excited about it. As cool as it is to have an electric Mustang, well, we've already had a Mustang. But the Lucid Air is one of those things where you're like, I've never seen anything like this before. It looks like what a futuristic car should have looked like when you were nine years old. And I'll end with a not electric piece of technology. Listen, gasoline engines are going to be around for a long time. And they're going to continue to be around for a long time. And they've become cleaner and more efficient every year, every decade since. So we put Nissan's variable combustion turbo engines on the best tech for 2022. They're more efficient and more powerful. And you can see that in like the Ultima, the Infiniti Q50, and the new Rogue. We have a new Rogue. And I got to tell you, we love it. I really do. Nissan Rogue 2021. Absolutely love it. Looks like a little Range Rover. Uh, for the price of a Nissan, and but you have the dependability of a Nissan, and I'm so glad you said that about Nissan because my wife was very diligent in her shopping, and we looked at all different kinds of cars, and the one that she landed on, which she, I told her, I said, look, we've been 40 years together, my wife and I, since we were kids, six years old. No, I'm joking. But we've been together forever, and this was her time to buy whatever she want, and she ended up buying a Nissan Rogue and loves it. I think it. the front looks like Boba Fett. you know who boba fett is no he's he's like a bounty hunter on the star wars series and the way the lights go yes that's what it looks like it looks like boba fett's car that is oh my god you planted that in my ear on my eyes (laughs) my brain anyway that's funny all right let's let's just make sure what do we learn here flashpoint of liquid chocolate at dairy queen seven seconds from the time they handed out the window very important. You can find that information at autotrader.com and best tech for 2022. <laughs> Brian, thank you. <laughs> yep. I'm out. We'll be back with more. Stay with us. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Well, I got to tell you, you know, this time of year, uh, I look to have conversations with friends of mine and other folks that are like-minded, car enthusiast kind of people. And uh, one of those people is Ed Bolian. He is a founder of VinWiki and one of the guys uh, from the uh, car well, it's called Car Trek. It's uh, kind of, they're YouTubers. So, first of all, Ed, welcome to the show. Thanks for hanging with us today. Um, oh, thanks for having me back. L- like I said, I, you and I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I, I'm older. I've got to be a lot older because you, you, you're from that generation that utilizes the uh, the internet a whole lot more than I I should. You know, than I than I do because I should because. But I thought I was smart when I went to Motor Trend Magazine and I said, hey, how come you don't have a radio show? And they're like, well, if we had a radio guy like you, we would. And I said, well, then let's do it. So I did Motor Trend Radio. And then 
five years there. And then I went to Car and Driver and I did Car and Driver Radio, like 10 years there. And then Car and Driver, you know, was being bought by another big publishing company. And Motor Trend says, hey, you still having fun? I'm like, yeah, but maybe we could have some more fun if you would, you know, do more magazine radio shows. So it was Motor Trend and Hot Rod and Street Rodder and Rod and Custom. And man, Ed, I thought I was on top of the world. I had the most iconic magazines and 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 they were all we we turned them into radio shows with the editors and it was it was fantastic and and i was like at the cutting edge of all this internet stuff at the time turning magazines into radio shows and then having kind of a web presence as well but whoever would imagine that there are youtubers guys like yourself and the other guys from car trek that could almost eclipse these giant magazines <laughs> with just having fun. I mean, and this is the kind of stuff you guys are doing and have done. What is it? Let's see here. Hold on a sec. 1.4 million subscribers, 400 plus million views. Yeah, we just passed half a billion. <laughs> so you've already, oh my gosh, that is so awesome. But let's just back up a little bit. See, I, I thought I was smart. I now I'm, I realize, yeah, that was smart in its time. We're still doing the radio show. And I moved on from the magazines and I just do the drive now because it's like, what the heck? I didn't, I didn't need to associate with a magazine anymore because I, you know, I had my own audience built in because we're on like a hundred radio stations, but I have never done enough on the web. I admit it. I admit it. I got lazy because of, or dare I say, my success. Be careful. You guys are doing great. Don't get lazy like I did. Do as I say, not as I do. It's one of those times when it's in reverse. But you also are uh, founder of VinWiki. And I want you to tell the world about this because VinWiki.com, you guys, get ready for this. Tell us about it. It's awesome. Sure. So we started an app called VinWiki that was designed to be a crowdsourced vehicle history reporting platform. And we launched it back in 2016, sort of like a social version of Carfax. Right. So the idea being that if we categorized a lot of the types of social media posts that people were making on the Internet by then, then over time that became a really interesting searchable thing. So different than your oil changes and your ownership transactions and even the accident data that Carfax gets, we've got cars that are used in movies and press vehicles and used in the commission of crimes and all sorts of things that become part of a car's history. And then we have owners documenting modifications and how they use their cars and connecting them via list. And so it's been a really, really fun thing. But when you start an app like that, you think that you're just going to tell the world about it and immediately they'll tell all their friends and a butterfly will flap its wings in Kansas and everybody will download it. <laughs> and that's not what happens at all. You have to earn those right. or, uh, you know, critical mass of users. And so we went to YouTube. And so we started a YouTube channel where me and my friends sit around and tell our best car stories. And that's called VinWiki as well. And so that's what's grown so much. And that's what's led to opportunities with sponsors like Auto Tempest and collaborative series like Car Trek. Yeah. Well, and we both, we both work with Auto Tempest, by the way, autotempest.com. And it does really, truly make online car shopping easy because with their uh, search engine, the autotempest.com search engine, people can simultaneously search all the car sites where it used to be you'd go on, you got to put your information in. What am I looking for at Auto Trader or Carvana or eBay Motors or True Car, any of these different ones? You got to do it over and over and over again. But with Autotempest.com, it's just, you know, one search, all the cars. And I think it's brilliant. Similar to 
this thing with VinWiki that you guys do. It brings it all together. And a lot of people didn't know. I remember the first time I heard that you can actually Google the, the serial number, the VIN, of a car, and it gives you a lot of information. But you guys have taken that to the next level with VinWiki. And um, it's just brilliant stuff. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, my background is in car sales. I was the director of sales at Lamborghini Atlanta and also in renting cars. And so, you know, as you mentioned, we all use the Internet. We all use our platforms in different ways to sort of express what the automobile means to us. And we've been unbelievably fortunate that Auto Tempest has given us enough rain to sort of play that out and, you know, have these ultimate challenges, whether it's buying the coolest car we could for the price of a C8 Corvette or last year we did a secret Santa giving each other the most unreliable cars on earth and then taking them out and having a blast. And so we've had a lot of fun adventures over the last uh, two years and our sixth sort of mini series of six episodes is going to come out uh, starting next week on the 20th. All right. Well, hang tight. Let us talk about it. Take a commercial break. National radio show. Uh, They have to do the local commercials and national commercials as we do as well. Uh, you're listening to The Drive, yeah. and uh, Ed Bolian is our guest, founder of VinWiki, and one of the presenters of Car Trek. Both of us uh, sponsored by uh, Autotempest.com. Great, great site. Check it out. We'll take a little break. Come back and hear about the, the next adventure of Car Trek. Stay with us. Hook me up a new revolution. This one is Stay tuned. There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. This is The Drive with Alan Taylor. All across America and around the world, thanks to the interwebs, uh, but radio stations all across the country carrying the show uh, on the weekend, sometimes uh, in the weekdays. We don't care where they play it. Just uh, play the show. It's fun. It's a good, lighthearted show. Talking about cars, trucks, SUVs, and, you know, the electric cars, the uh, most um, impressive man in the world. I don't know, whatever it was, uh, Elon Musk. It's kind of funny. Uh, earlier part of the show. Anyway. Uh, Ed Bullion is here from, um, he is uh, one of the presenters of Car Trek, and it's a, it's a web series. He's also founder of VinWiki, VinWiki.com, and we're both sponsored by Auto Tempest, so we get to, you know, become friends and, and um, expand our own horizons like this, talking about, you know, first of all, give us a little background, Ed, on, for those who have never heard of Car Trek, it's like Star Trek, but no, about cars. Car Trek. Tell us about it. So the show was really something that just came about late one night, sitting around a fire between me and Tavares, who's another YouTuber in the car space. And, you know, what we found is that, you know, because of the way that YouTube and the Internet work, we've accumulated an amazing audience. And it's such a privilege to have their attention for a few minutes a day at times. But, uh, you know, we, we want to do what we can to sort of 
up the production value. And so that began a conversation with Auto Tempest and some other sponsors to think about, all right, well, if we wanted to do something that was a little bit between normal YouTube content and a fully produced cable television show, what would it look like? And as you can imagine, Alan, for all the adventures that you've had in cars over the years, like when people tell us, you know, find a way to have more fun in cars and to document it, that's a game we love to play. And we all grew up watching Top Gear and Speed Vision turning into speed, turning into velocity, turning into motor trend, and everything that was on television <laughs> on Discovery. Right. And so the idea of being able to create our version of that that's inspired by how each of us approach the automobile. You know, I like to buy the absolute worst example of the coolest car on earth. I, I literally just bought from a bank a Lamborghini Gallardo that was seized in a drug bust in Virginia that had been paid for by an insurance company after it was stolen from a rental car company and repainted four times and the VIN swapped. I love that kind of thing. (laughs) Uh, And we've got Freddie who will fix anything and Tyler who will live out every bad decision any of us could dream of making in the car space. And so (laughs) the three of us were able to come together and so we'll essentially pitch some different ideas of what an interesting challenge might be to the team over at Auto Tempest. And they say, we like that one. Let's do it next. And so our current one, which we've shot, we're just about to release was a challenge to build a $30,000 dream garage with three different cars each. So we each had to have a sports car, a family sedan and an off-roading SUV for $30,000 total. So less than the average price of a new car today. And uh, then we were going to go on a bit of an adventure. So we started in Kansas and ended up in a blizzard at the top of a mountain in Colorado. And I can't say we could have had any more fun doing it. <laughs> and, and did you get to use the different cars or was it just one exactly. car? Okay, gotcha. That's what it was. Yes, yeah, so we started out in the sports cars and went to a track and did a dyno and a drag strip and all the things you do in a sports car. And then we went on a long road trip in the luxury sedan. Ah. And then we did some... Uh, harder core off-roading than we were planning on in uh in the off-road cars and so the new series is are this this series that you're talking about or this particular episode is coming out when uh we're going to start releasing it on the 20th on tavarish's channel and okay. so it'll come out as six episodes over the next couple of weeks all right now let's talk about tavarish his name is freddie hernandez it's freddie tavarish hernandez <laughs> Is that a, a made-up name, or is that his middle name? Or I'm just curious. <laughs> That's a great question. We weren't <laughs> sure, most of us, for a very long time. He is Russian, uh, and ah. so you wouldn't guess that by seeing him or hearing him talk, but he has, uh, he's been in the U.S. for most of his life now, and that means comrade or friend in Russian. And so ah. when he started to write for Jalopnik and some other publications online a decade ago, he started to use that as kind of a pseudonym or a username, and it stuck. And so that's become his... YouTube channel. And, you know, his premise is just, you know, fix something every day on your cars and wrench every day. And he, he's done a, a brilliant job of restoring several cars that had no business being put back together. He just finished a project on a McLaren 675 LT that was wow. hit on every side. Oh. Uh, you know, engine block was broken. Oh. And, uh, you know, so it was, it was not a car that any insurance company or anybody ever thought should run again, but he just finished it, took it to SEMA. It's a running, driving, wow. you know, just like any other McLaren. So it's amazing to see he's done a couple of Lamborghinis and about to start a Ferrari. So that's, oh uh, that's always fun to watch. So you're going to push it out on the Tavares channel and then it goes mm-hmm. to, when does it, how does it get to, uh, to car Trek? It, it makes its way well, through. So or what? That's an interesting thing about YouTube is that, you know, we've done, six different series of five to seven episodes each over the last two years. But 
that is not a healthy content strategy on YouTube. You know, for instance, on the VinWiki channel, I release five videos a week. Freddie the Tavares releases a video a week or two. And Tyler is, you know, always three videos a week. So if you did a sporadic release of suddenly five and then two months off and suddenly another five, and it then that doesn't tend to work well. So it works mm. well to slide it in as additional content on his channel. And that's the way we've been doing it. And it's worked well so far. I mean, each of the series gets between, you know, six and 15 million views, give or take. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Tell us about this, uh, Tyler Hoover from Hoovy's garage. He's the other part of this threesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So Tyler, we all search Auto Tempest or any of these sites, and we see, you know, sort by cheapest first. <laughs> and right. We all know that the cheapest car is usually quite the liability. And so that we all don't have to, Tyler buys all those cars. And so you'll see videos on his series of, I just bought the cheapest BMW 7 Series on Earth, or I bought the cheapest whatever. And as you would expect, it ends in tears most of the time because <laughs> you learn all of the terrible, terrible things. And so we've all used the, the sponsor opportunities and the AdSense revenue and everything to sort of uh, live out different manifestations of our automotive fantasies. And that's sort of, I guess, his is the masochism of going out and, you know, how bad could it be and learning exactly how bad it is. <laughs> that's great. All right. Well, one more segment with you. This is fun, man. This is just, if you think about it and you look at guys like, um, okay, Steven Spielberg. Here's a guy that was a young guy, wanted to make movies his way, and look where he is today. I think that's Car Trek and uh, you and your your compadres <laughs> in the future. Future Quest. At least that is I'll, not I'll, someone I ever expected <laughs> to be spoken in the same breath of, but I am beyond flattered. <laughs> I know. All right, we'll take a break. I'll, I'll, I'll make that my prayer for you for the holidays. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Ed Bullion is with us. VinWiki.com and Car Trek. Sponsored by Autotempest.com. We'll be right back. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Well, today, kind of a, a fun show. I've been in a weird mood all day. Uh, some of those are the best shows. Um, guest Ed Bolian is here, founder of VinWiki.com and one of the guys from Car Trek. Uh, VinWiki.com. You guys should check it out. It's very, very cool. Information on your car you never knew existed. Um, both sponsored by Auto Tempest. Thanks to the folks at AutoTempest.com. Uh, makes online car shopping very, very easy. All the cars, one search. Um, so, Ed, you started out uh, as an exotic rental car company while in college. And then you went to work as the um, director of sales at, at Lamborghini Atlanta. And then, you know, and what doesn't sound like it should come next is set the New York to L.A. cannonball run record. 
of which I know there was a lot of controversy around that. And I remember <laughs> Richard Rawlings and, and Dennis Collins, my friends, that, you know, they did it back in, what, 2007, I think. Seven. Yeah. And then you did it. What year did you do it? Like five or ten years later? I don't know. What was it? 2013. 2013. Yeah, so a bit later. Yeah. yeah. And I remember they were mad. Oh my gosh, they were madder than hell. <laughs> but it's funny because Richard got the time tattooed on his arm. But I'm just wondering, and maybe you could tell that story real quick because that's a fun story. And then I'm wondering, and I want you to answer this at the end, is do you think you could do it again today in the environment that's in the world today? But tell the story of how you did it. Sure. So, you know, growing up, we all watched Cannonball Run and Smokey yeah. and the Bannon and all these movies. But I didn't realize until I was in high school that they're inspired by an actual event. And so in the 1970s, there were competitive cannonballs organized by Brock Yates and Steve Smith and Car and Driver. Right. And, you know, we saw the Gumball 3000, the Gold Rush Rally, Lux Rally, all these events today that are sort of inspired by this long distance road trip and fun sports cars. But nothing really had the competitive spirit, not even the one lap of America that Car and Driver and Brock Yates' son still kind of facilitate. And so I thought, you know, man, one day I would just love to at least see what that drive looks like in a modern context, because I was making those goals before Richard had run and before Alex Roy and Dave Maher had made their run that was in 2006 as well. And I just kind of set it as one of those goals. And I don't come from money. I didn't have the ability to go out and buy a, you know, super sedan and a spotter team and a, you know, plane and everything else that some of these guys had used. And certainly not a Ferrari like Richard and Dennis, but you know, it was just one of those kind of back of your mind goals that always sort of possesses your subconscious and just trying to move your life a little bit closer to being able to accomplish it. And so in 2013, I was 28 years old and that became the opportunity. So we went out, we did it 28 hours and 50 minutes. And so Richard's time was 31:59, And uh, yeah, to be able to advance it by that kind of a magnitude, even past what Brock Yates had always said with the wall of, you know, 30 hours was unbelievable and i i certainly never imagined it and there's those goals in life that you don't really know like when you actually get there it might be you know meeting that hero that really wasn't that great in person but this was one of those things that just the the catharsis of achieving that goal you know more than a decade after setting it was really really awesome and i had no idea if it would be the coolest thing i ever did in a car but I was very happy if it was and i would have been happy with a single news article that i could hang on the office wall always sort of look back on but in fact it really got a lot of legs and we released the story late in 2013 and you know it was like 500 television appearances and radio shows and stuff like that afterwards and so it was really 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 cool and you know i learned shortly after that that while sort of my understanding of interpreting it in a modern context was just an idiot like myself going out time <laughs> trial style to see how it happened right. i actually learned there were people who did it in cheap cars that had been doing it for a few years prior, not in big groups. They'd have like five cars and they go out and they drive New York to LA for like $3,000, like a dollar a mile. Ah, uh, I love this. I think this is great. I just, I love it. I love the adventurous, the adventurousness of what you guys have done, what you do, how you're a businessman on top of that as, as well as your buddies. Cause there's so much it takes into, you know, it takes to do all this stuff. It's a business. It's what you do for a living now. Is it not? It is. It is. And that's, that's crazy. I mean, like I said, you know, we grew up trying to find ways to sort of put our mark on the car hobby. And in many ways, we've been able to do that. But, you know, to really make it your job is, uh, it's a little scary, as I'm sure you can imagine, oh, yeah. you know, with a career this long in the in car entertainment, you know, do you fall out of love with the cars? And And I think when we look at 
Car Trek, it is absolutely like the purest manifestation of what each of us loves about cars, I sort of colliding yep. in the context of one of these challenges. So it's been a blast. Google Car Trek. You will find out what it is, but do yourself a big favor. Check out vinwiki.com. Ed Bullion, thank you, brother. And thanks to uh, autotempest.com for sponsoring both of us to help us live out our dreams and you guys too. Ed, thank you. Keep it up. Thank you. Have a very, Merry Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas. We'll be back next week, same time, same channel with The Drive. See you guys all then. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models.